All right, this is Randalicious. Welcome to the 15th Hexes Podcast. This uh, We're not streaming this podcast. My internet at home is really shitty. I didn't really trust it. So we should be streaming the next one. Um, also, for the next podcast, um, I'd like to do something different. Um going to be asking around, see if maybe another Hexes member wants to host it, if you will. And... I'd like to kind of see what the podcast would be like if I kind of like took a step back and see how other people started doing it. Um, if you have anyone in mind that you think should be that, comment on who that should be. But let's get to the introductions. I'm Randalicious. I'm a leader of Hexus. I'm Trance. I'm a general in Hexus. I'm Maz. Uh, I'm going for old pets and maxing in like a decade probably. I'm racing rank 12 overall. I'm Dreary and I play RuneScape. Alright, so Reach has been tweeting a lot over the last several weeks and he's kind of been dropping some hints as to why he's been fired. For those who don't follow his real life Twitter, his Twitter is at TheMadDan. He has been tweeting a lot of things um, about a week ago. I um, was tweeting him and kind of reading some of the tweets that he had. And the tweet that stuck out to me most was there were two tweets. He said that he was planning on resigning a week, um, like what would have been a week after when he was fired. And he said that when he was kind of fucking around, his intention was not to destroy the game. I made a weird-ass tweet uh, like the day he was fired and I said that the reason why he was fired was because he was trying to add a five minute timer to the uh, to combat logout timer and I said that Mod Mac A found out and fired him I then sent that tweet to Reach after I saw he said he wasn't trying to destroy the game as a result Reach um, said he he corrected what was wrong with my theory in saying that Matt K did not have anything to do with him getting fired. Like, don't send trouble his way. To that, I responded saying, Ooh, was that the only thing wrong with uh, my conspiracy? Two minutes after I tweeted that, he deleted his tweet um, where he was kind of like correcting what he saw wrong with my conspiracy. Now... Why I believe he's got fired has kind of changed over time, but now I 100% believe that he was fired because he tried putting in a five-minute logout timer to combat. What do you guys have to say about that? Uh, I am not convinced because it's definitely suspicious that he like deleted the tweet and everything, but I'm still not convinced. Like they banned his personal account. That to me is like must have done something on the account or plan to do something on the account. Um, I'm not saying he definitely didn't do that. The uh, nightmares on thing, but I'm not convinced because of a tweet. I'm not fully convinced either, but like I saw in like a different podcast that Reach was my favorite JMod, so I kind of want to believe it. <laughs> It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but, I. Uh, I, I guess me uh, liking him too, kind of, I'm trying to find a way to make him out as a hero, but 
I don't know. I mean, everything kind of lines up to where that could definitely be the reason as to why. Uh, Trance and I talked with Reach and TeamSpeak before, uh, and at that time, he was kind of playing devil's advocate as to why the five-minute combat timer should be, like, added in. You remember that, Trance? Yeah. It wasn't really, like, I don't want this removed. He was just, you know, why? So, I don't know. It's it's a real interesting situation. I'm going to paint him out as a white knight. But, all right, Trance, so... See you change your piss bottle icon on CML. <laughs> you want to elaborate on why you did it and if you're happy with the new piss? Uh, well, the only reason I did it was because uh, Dobbs PN me, and he said he was bored, and he said I'm gonna make you a new piss bottle CML, and I said, all right, knock yourself out, and he sent it to me. And it looks pretty good, so I sent it to Foot, and he changed it. That's about <laughs> all there is to it. <laughs> I think it's awesome that it's uh, just a completely new bottle of piss. Alright, we've been disconnecting a lot. Um, what, do, what have you guys been doing during the downtime when the game has been down? Do you think all of this disconnecting is worse than when it was like eight months ago or so back when that was happening? Uh, I got really pissed off the other day and I just started playing Madden for like a half an hour just because I couldn't connect. I was tired of like logging in for two minutes and getting disconnected. What about you guys? Yeah, I think this is the worst it's ever been uh, for me that I remember. Uh, there's only really been only one time where there was like one or two hours where I literally couldn't play. Like I couldn't log in and if I did, I would get DC'd on the login screen. So I just like tried to sleep during that time. Uh, usually I can just I'm getting DC like once every half hour. It's like it sucks, but I'll still be able to play the game. For me, it was finals week when like all the DC started happening, so it was like kind of helpful. No, it was okay. It was supposed to be helpful in that like I could just go study instead. But in reality, I was just playing League of Legends or some other game for the entire time, so it didn't really do much. I did um, try to do Zora after I got done with my last final, and I. Like died to DCs like 16 times or so in that day, and I just like stopped playing. It was really fucking annoying. Right, RS3 hasn't been DCing really. It's mainly old school, but I remember um, the ones eight months ago. And well, what I was, what I was doing during those DCs was trying to log in. You know, got frustrated. Um, I can't really remember like how the destinations were eight months ago. Compared to these ones, but I mean, yeah, these ones are pretty bad, and I just try to log in. Yeah, I get sometimes I got pretty upset because I had like literally nothing to do other than try to log in. I don't think these disconnections are as bad as what they were like eight months ago. I remember um, like the first couple podcasts that we did, we complained about them. I might go back and listen to that to see how much we were really bitching about it but man I what I really didn't like was last night it was a combination of my internet disconnecting and the servers being shit the combination of the two was so fucking bad 
it was like I could log in for five minutes and I disconnect. It, I would, I would like almost rather not be able to play at all than being able to play for just like two minutes at a time before disconnecting. Back seven, do you see it at all this morning? I don't think I have either. It's been an hour and a half or so. It? Yeah, about to disconnect in a minute now. Yeah, I haven't tasted it in about eight hours, so that's good. Hopefully, them fuck boys stop with that shit. But all right, this was uh, something we were just talking about. Uh, but do you guys use any of the RuneScape sounds for anything? If so, what? Uh, I think the only time actually useful. Is if one you're superheating, but then they made they change it so there's no delay, so you don't only, only need it then. Or two, if for some reason you're doing motherload mine, so you can hear the veins bleeding. Uh, so no, I don't really use it ever. I can't remember the last time I did. I use it when I like AFK woodcut or AFK motherload mine, but other than that, not, it doesn't really have any use to me. Um, I use it for anything that has any, like, slight element of AFK, because it's usually a good, you know, giveaway for when you stop doing something, like cutting trees and you know, any bank skill. Superheating definitely used to help with the timing. Same Wait, in RS3, sorry. Yeah. sorry, in RS3 does, like, the wood cut, when you actually, like, cut the tree, does it make noises or no? Yeah. Alright, that, that doesn't happen, it only, like, makes noise when uh, oh, the tree goes the, down in old school. The area effects, don't you? They they make noises for uh, the tree. One of them makes a noise every time you hit the tree. One of and then a different one makes a noise when the tree gets chopped down. Yeah, that's the one I have on. That one's sick. Um, I never really, really use them anymore. I used to do it while doing things like wood cutting and fishing when I was doing like other stuff, like while AFKing. I use them. Pretty like <clears throat> I use them when I'm crafting air battle staves or doing some herb lore or things like that that have just like a really small kind of quiet little noise. It kind of helps me. I I don't know. It's I feel lame, but yeah, I use those noises. I wish that they changed the smithing noise. Because that, like, picks up everyone who's smithing, so you hear everyone beating on the fucking anvil. <laughs> it would be nice if they changed that to be, like, how battle staves and, like, doing herb lore are. But, yeah, I use them pretty much any time. Just have it on the lowest volume and just have it faintly in the background. Just enough, just enough to where you know when it's not going on that you're dicking around too much. Wait, is this smithing one an area sound or an area uh, sound effect thing? I don't know the difference between the two, but it picks up everyone else doing it. So... This is a really cool thing with the core pet that I have, that it just makes, it just spams like a fucking noise in area sounds. It's so fucking annoying. Everyone hears it? Everyone hears it so fucking... <laughs> well, I'm glad that I have not heard it yet then. <laughs> now, I'm gonna walk by you with one later. Well, shit. Alright, so... Just the other day, they came out with a news post on the homepage. It said, uh, how are things in old school? 
And in this post, they talked about the DDoS attacks, but more importantly, they addressed Nightmare Zone and Splashing. In this, they said that only about 5% of players use Nightmare Zone, and when they have all the information they need, they will share it with us to discuss the next steps. Do you think 5% is pretty low, like they're trying to skew that number? And what do you think those next steps possibly are? Um, I don't know about the next steps, but I, feel, I think the 5% number that they got off was... Uh, did, did they say if it included members or not? I'm sure it included members. Like, I mean, free, I'm sorry, free to play. Yeah, um, I'm sure it did not include them. It, I can't imagine them trying to lower that number that much. If it's only well, members, it's a lot it lower than expected. It does say 5% of players. If it's, like, including free-to-play, that's a bit, like, a scumbaggy way to just kind of present it, but if it doesn't, that's actually expected more. But, um, I guess I didn't read the full news post. Um, I don't know if it was 5% of people doing it, like, at the time that they were checking, or, like, Nah, just overall, like, about 5% of people do it. I don't like the number that they use because I believe at any given time in RuneScape, there's about 10 to 15% of players who are um, in Nightmare Zone or Splashing. I don't know, that's a bit lower than I expected if that's just members. But, uh, I don't, I don't think they're going to do anything about it. I think they're just going to, like, stall it out for longer and longer and it's just going to be like, oh, well. Well, don't you think it's at least encouraging that they're talking about it a little bit? I thought that this was dead in the water. I know, but the fact that they just went like, oh, it's just how little people are doing it, they might just be like, yeah, you know what, maybe it's not even worth bothering. Or maybe they'll be like, this many people are doing it, so it doesn't really matter if we just change it. I don't know. Yeah, I think the 5% of players is, like, out of all the players, including inactives who might still have membership or turn free to play or something, so... I, I also think it's definitely like 10 to 15, 20% maybe. Because I've, I've seen screenshots of like um, Clan Wars, I think, like the Clan Wars area, and everyone is splashing there and crazy. Well, I think if... the 5% was for NMZ only. Yeah, but. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, well, more people will seem to be splashing rather than NMZ. Um, what else was I going to say? But yeah, it's like what. Maz kind of said earlier, like they're saying it's only 5%, like they're trying to make it seem like it's not that much, like it's not a big issue, and you know, obviously it is, just trying to sweep it under the rug. Yeah, I think they're trying, to, I think they're picking and choosing what statistic to show us, and mm -hmm. I think 5% of players, like, I think they, the number they used for the number of people in the, like, Statistic is like the number of people on the high scores, which is anybody who's ever logged into the game. That would really not, be taking it very far. Not uh, active players. They should have used like people who people who are one a member, and people who like log on for at least an hour a week or something. Yeah, I I do believe they're doing whatever they definitely using the selection bias as to what facts that they're and numbers that they're trying to give out because I think it's as Dre reset in the area of 15 to 20 percent you look online right now and 
we've got 40,000 people online. I'm sure anywhere between three to five K of those people are splashing or in nightmare zone. But I do think it's encouraging that they're talking about it and that they had some people study it and look into it and kind of see what was going on. But 5%, they are picking and choosing what stats they want to give out. Well, the next step would obviously be a five-minute timer. Well, should be a five-minute timer. Yeah, they they said that any poll that they would put out would not pass. I like that they at least understand that. I guess learning from experience helps. But we'll, we'll see. I know Ash really hates it, and... He's been pretty outspoken about it when people have asked him. Just saying, like, he'd prefer people to not do it. Who knows? Like, even a 10 or 15 minute timer would be alright. And it would still allow people to, like, do their quote-unquote legit NMZ. Where they look at it every 10 minutes or so. Yeah, even 10 or 15 would be fine. I mean, it would definitely be a step in the right direction. It would, it would, it would pretty much solve it, I'd say, because the only time you would really ever be for legit people in Nightmare Zone, the only time that you would ever be AFK for more than five minutes would be if you go and take a shit and you just can't get it all out and you're sitting on a toilet <laughs> for like 10 minutes. That would be the really only time. That I could see someone not yet. Hopefully, they take some proper steps into solving it. But all right, let's let's break down the Slayer dev blog. It was a really big dev blog. A lot of shit in there. They they changed a whole lot of shit as well after the original dev blog. I think all of the changes were for the better, but. Let's start it off though with the boss slayer. It pretty much you just get assigned to kill any boss. Um, you get like a 5k XP um, slayer XP boost at the end for it. And they changed it to where you can no longer um, get like a 15% bonus from it. So it's kind of dumb, I think. It's. What do you guys think about it? I really like the idea of like boss only slayer, um, because I know a lot of people only like doing bosses. Like, well, would prefer to do bosses instead of doing regular slayer, also. And 5k XP at the end of every task is, I guess, it's a bit low considering how long it would take to complete the task. Some tasks like um, Cafe Queen takes like maybe 10 hours to complete or so. So maybe an increase in the XP that you get after it's task. Um, didn't the Slayer ma the Slayer mask and helm uh work if the if you could already use it against that monster? Like for instance, Kriara has Avianza Yeah, task, I think so. so. That would work, yeah. And then I'm wondering, like, if you use it against one of those um, assignments, would you get the normal Slayer XP from it as well, or only the 5K at the end? 
like the normal. normal. You would get normal as well. Oh, so what I see from this, this is only really worth it if you're already doing one of the um, like bosses which have which get boosted by the Slayer Helm or something. Because if you don't get the 15% boost, and it's not really worth doing that task, you know, just for the 5k Slayer XP. Oh, you, sh you should get the boost on on all of them, probably. Yeah, I think you really should. Like, it's it's not that, like, what's the big deal about it? <clears throat> they were scared okay. of people getting, um, like, a boss That's assignment true. and then going to, like, a corp free-for-all and just being able to dominate everyone there. Oh, they there. took off the Slayer helmet? Oh, uh, that's a good point. They mentioned yeah, they, that specifically? I didn't read that. They took off, um, they made a change where the Slayer Helmet will only work if it already worked in different tasks. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it and won't this... work for Corp, it won't work for, like, Sarah. It won't work for anything except for uh, Zemi, Arma, and KVD, and Catholic Queen, and it's probably another one I'm missing. Agonos. Well, yeah. you can also the smoke devil, like the thermonuclear. Oh yeah, probably kill kraken and smoke devil. Yeah. Then I I, I read that well. and I think you could. That's um, a good way to force those as well. All right, so I don't like how they're doing the boss layer. Like, there's so many better ways they can do this, and I think this is kind of like the easy way of doing it. Um, there's two better ways I can see him doing it and the one is just adding like a slayer bot like a boss slayer master that just assigns only bosses and that would assign like a different boss like specifically and you get to have like your own block test for um depending on like what boss you want to block because this is like in for like PVMers and if PV like I don't know the whole point of this was to like make um incorporate PVM and slayer t uh together and it's just a bit weird and another way they could do it is just like have um, unlockable tasks for like each boss that you want to kill. Let's say you want to kill a Bandos, you want to do like a Bandos Slayer task or whatever, and then you just like unlock that Bandos Slayer task as an option through the Slayer points, like you can with like armored avians and all the other stuff. That's how they should be doing it, not this way. But if we had to like settle for this, I would. I want this rather than nothing. Uh, I think they should definitely change it to where you get assigned specific, specific bosses, because like with this, I mean the whole point of it is to like give some life to those underappreciated bosses, but like you shouldn't get a boss task and go do Zora, because it's actually pretty efficient. I mean, how many kills is it per hour 20, Maz? 25. 25, so that right there is, that's uh... 500 like times 25. XP, that's like 18k Slayer XP an hour, plus the extra, that's like, tw you should probably get like 20k Slayer XP an hour. Plus so 3 mil an hour, so that's Yeah, it, that's definitely. extremely efficient. And that's just what people are going to do, and that's stupid. Definitely What's be the, I just want to point this out, like, Zora, I've done the math again, like, Zora is still 3 mil an hour, even after the price is, like, crashed as shit. And if you get half EHP, then it's, like, ridiculous. Because skills are OP. Yeah, I re I'm really unhappy with it. I really don't like it. I you you were talking about how there should be a Slayer Master who assigns just bosses in general. There is supposed to be one on Zaya in like the Tosca Hall area. Did they fucking forget about that or what? I'm mean, because 
there was supposed to be a new Slayer Master on Zaya, and his sole purpose was to assign Boss Slayer. So I wonder what's going on with that guy now. But I really don't like the idea of being able to kill just any boss you want. I think it should definitely be boss-specific tasks if you're going to do it. I like Maz's idea, but... Which one? There were two. The, like, you unlock it kind of like the way you do with Aviancies and mm. stuff like that. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, either both of your ideas are better than what they currently have in place, I feel. I feel like the, the way they're doing it is just, like, easier to code or whatever. Trance, how efficient would Zora be at, like, 20k Slayer XP an it's, hour? It's already, like, so close to being efficient compared to Nats, so with that half ESP, it'd be, like, pretty damn ridiculous, to be honest. Jeez. I mean, 3 mil per hour is, like, on par with Nats. This is, it's nearly double. Yeah, I remember calculating that in a day. If CMI were released, then it would be 2 mil per hour to be better than Nats, and without, it would be 3 mil. Hey, ZMI would be the... ridiculous money per hour in this game, given the price of PRS. No, uh, like, well, yeah, five or six hundred k an hour, probably. Yeah, I saw um, Celery Under was commenting something on Reddit, and he said that with the new price of PRS being like ten, twelve each, we should expect at least 500k an hour from ZMI. That would be fucking insane. But moving on in the dev blog, they have the Cesara tasks, and it's pretty much either you can do Jad, or you can do the newbie Cesars. And if you kill Jad, you get a 25k Slayer kind of XP reward for killing him. And... I don't know who came up with the number, but they said it could be around like 60k XP per hour. In that, they're also going to come out with the Jad Pet, where you have a rare chance of getting a Jad Pet if you kill him. Or you could trade in a Fire Cape for a small chance of receiving a Jad Pet. I think it's kind of interesting that this could be an efficient way to um, slay. I think that Jad could easily be done in like 35 minutes by anyone with a blowpipe. So, it should be pretty decent XP per hour. The only thing that's really going to determine if it'll be worth doing or not is if we get Slayer XP for killing the Cesars on our way to Jad. But, I, I think it would be real interesting. Yeah, um, in RS3, like in pre-OC, it was a task that many people would do. And it was like, yeah, 50 or 60. But if Blowpipe really allows you to do like 35 minutes or so, then it's... Probably closer to 70k XP per hour. And you did get um, Slayer XP for each uh, creature. Um, yeah, now thinking about it, for old school, it would be efficient if you do NMZ Guthans, but it wouldn't be if you don't, because the non-existent you know, Comet XP, basically. Kind of need that from somewhere. And you're not getting it there. Um... I think it's kind of ridiculous if they add uh, the XP to the small things. I know it was like that before. I remember it being like that before. 
But uh, I think they shouldn't add that in. I think like, even if they don't add that in, so like near 40k XP an hour, I think that's good enough, and you get like a chance at a pet or whatever. So I think that's pretty like that's good enough. They don't need to add uh, the extra XP to the small things. But in Ars 2, they also made the Slayer helmet like do extra damage to the things in the cave, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it would even it would be even faster than that. Probably finish it off in 30 minutes. Uh, prob actually, no, I was using Void, so probably not. No, it wouldn't be that much. No, it, would, it wouldn't even be faster, because Void uh, doubles down on bonuses, so Storm wouldn't even be better. As for the pet, I, I think they should make people that already have fire capes like, able to trade it in for a chance. So those people with like 50 fire capes right now could just like go in and just like dump all 50 fire capes at like 50 rolls at a pet. Yeah, that's, of they're gonna be able to. No, I thought, I thought it was only at the end of the cave you got to choose if you want That's yeah, only at the end. Is so it really? Two chances per trip. Wow, I, so. yeah. I was wrong. So people who already have fire capes are like fucked. I, I know that there was someone a while ago who started killing, uh, getting like 100 fire capes in hopes of being able to like trade it in. Feel bad for dude now. Um, have they confirmed that you get small amount of slayer XP for the monsters you kill up going up to Jad? I don't think so. For, I, I haven't seen I mean, I anything on if you would or would not. I don't think you should because you finish the task by the time you get there. But I do remember it being like that before, so it might just end up being like that. The task wouldn't really be worth it for normal player if they wouldn't give like slayer XP to little monsters. Yeah, I mean, even, like, but it's definitely not worth it because you don't get the combat XP. Yeah. Um, plus, I mean, you, you just have to be really good at it. I mean, even someone who's really good would die every once in a while, and that'd be just, I would just fuck. I it wouldn't up. say die. Nah, uh, you don't really die. Um, I like the idea of it. Like, yeah, having dead or sorry creatures in general for a slayer task. Um. Yeah, like it. What? Did he like it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you dead, Razor? What? Are you dead? He's burnt out, dude. Leave him alone. No, but, um. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, so the Hellhound Slayer boss, um, it's called Cerebus, and it will drop some new shit, and you attach them to Infinity Boots, Ranger Boots, and Dragon Boots. What they would do is for, you would attach this shit to Dragon Boots, and they would get plus two, slash, stab, crush, and after the change, one more strength bonus over Dragon Boots. And for the ranger boots, they would add a plus four to the range attack. And for infinity boots, it would add plus three to the mage attack. I don't know what the defense bonuses are. Defense is really kind of meaningless, but it will be increasing DPS and melee. And I don't know what kind of effect it would have on range and mage. But they, after considering a lot of feedback, they also put in our slayer requirement of level 95 on it. Even though Hellhounds are not even a s official Slayer monster, but 
Do you think the changes that they made to this were kind of good? And what do you think about the Hellhound boss and its drops in general? Um, it wouldn't be like it was in Risk of 3 where, <clears throat> like, the range boots and dragon boots were replaced. Obviously, you're not going to use them to make new new boots. So the prices are going to be the same for the boots, so that's a good thing. And it wouldn't be a, too much of a difference in, like, XP per hour if you were to use the, the melee boots for Slayer or anything like that. So, yeah, I like it. And, yeah. I don't think it was needed. Um, when I was reading over the devlog initially, when they didn't plan on increasing the strength bonus, I thought it was pretty... The dragon boot attachment was pretty fucking meaningless. Plus two slash is not going to do anything. Uh, I think that the Hellhound boss is a really generous kind of drop table, dropping all of this shit, and then also the smoldering stone to get the degradable adds. It's... It has a lot of really nice drops. I think that they should move, um, like the smoldering stone thing to the abyssal demon boss because that thing's got one signature drop, and Cerberus is gonna have four. I th so I think something might need to be looked at in that. I'm glad that it doesn't have a, or I'm sorry, I'm glad that it does have a Slayer wreck. Ninety-five is pretty fucking high. I think the changes that they made to it were good, and glad that Ghost didn't keep the shit looking gray. I remember the first thing that I saw of it, it was just a gray boss. Looked like shit. It looks really nice now in red. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see the point of it, but it doesn't like completely make reboots irrelevant, so... And it's not really that big of a deal, it's only one strength bonus, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I think four unique drops for one boss is kind of crazy. Uh, they should really do something about that. I feel like it's going to be... This is like really rare, but I don't know. Probably like one in 512. But for each, but there's four of them. So it's like... Yeah. And 126 or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. The fucking... Alright, if, I'm pretty sure the fucking, uh, the way they are right now, I'm pretty sure the mage and the range uh, attachments are going to be like completely fucking useless. Like, they're not going to be worth much because, unless they changed it since I last looked at it, they degrade, like they make, use up your ranger boots and your infinity boots and you don't get them back, right? You just, no, it's just a one-time attachment. But it's a, it's a oh, permanent attachment. Oh, they changed it? It was always like that, I, mean, I believe. You use ranger boots on them, but it's a permanent attachment, oh. they don't degrade. Okay, in that case, I'm, I'm all good. I'm all good with that. I think it's a good fucking update then. I, I was like annoyed by that, but I guess I read it wrong. Will it increase the DPS for magic and range? Probably. Faster zero kills, man. Plus four. Oh, plus three. Plus four. For range, yeah, three uh, for mage. These boots are kind of the same as Glacor boots were. But they're better, and they have lower defense requirements, which I guess is it's alright, because they never really were overpowered. Um, like, I remember, s how much were Steadfast boots? Like, 40, 50 mil? Yeah, about that. And they have these have the same attack bonus, and then one strength more, and a bit more defense, you know, which is relevant. 
and Glavens and in Ragefires, the range in Magic, they were like 10, 20 mil or something. But these range in Mage versions are significantly better than the others because they used to only give like, like the range one only gave two more than the um, Ranger boots and this one gives four more, I guess. And then uh, Ragefires only gave one more Magic and these give three more, I think. Yeah, three. Uh, I'm kind of curious about the price. Like, it's going to be an interesting item. I guess something else to flip. I was happy with all the changes that they made to it, though. I thought that the Dragon Boot one would have really just been retarded with the plus two um, slash. Yeah, why, why is it like a Dragon Boot? Why not a Bandos Boot? Um, they're both pretty much worthless for the most part. I think Bandos boots are a lot more. I think Bandos boots are like four or five hundred k. Dragon boots are like a hundred k. Uh, let me look in the GE real quick. Bandos boots are like five hundred k, and kind of makes more sense because it's like a higher tier boot. Uh, although you, uh... then that yeah, would really just eliminate any use of the dragon. Dragon Boots would still be kind of a cheap boot with plus 4 strength. What would you ever use it for? I mean... Well, if, if you, you don't have the money it, for like the, the Smoldering player. Stone... This is, this is gonna make... Well, this, I don't think it's gonna affect Dragon Boot price that much, though. It There's might go from 100k to 200k. That'd be, like, the biggest I think it would have an impact. That would even be a lot. Yeah, it would, really would. I don't think the Smoldering Stone is going to be that common. Let's talk about the Smoldering Stone. It's um, For those who don't know, it is a drop by the Hellhound boss. And pretty much you attach this stone to a dragon pickaxe or a dragon axe. And for fire making, it gives a 1 in 3 chance of... Um, burning a log and giving 50% XP, not the 100% like how it is in RS3. And someone calculated out that it'd be just over 35 mil XP in fire making if you were to do 200 mil wood cutting. The mining one has a 1 in 3 chance of incinerating the ore that was mined. This does include granite and sandstone. I tweeted John asking what kind of um, rates we could expect or anything like that. He said he has yet to balance it out. I'm sure it'll probably be somewhere similar to like 35 to 40 mil smithing XP if you did 200 mil mining. But I really like the degradable part of it. What do you guys think? Um, well, yeah, I think being degradable is the best thing to do, otherwise, I mean, Deluxe is already, like, what, 300k, it's ridiculous, but, uh, I actually did the math for the, the D-Pick part, and people are saying because D-Pick's so expensive, it's not gonna be worth it, but if it gives, like, 28, I think it's, like, it's hard to, to know because I don't actually know exactly how many ore you mine an hour at Granite, but I estimated, but I just did a rough estimate, I have to give about 28 mil smithing XP, 
200 mil for it to be worth it. That's reasonable. I think it'll give around that. Could you choose if you can uh, like reattach the smoldering stone or a dragon pickaxe, like to recharge it? Mm, I thought yeah, I read well, something. I, I figure the smoldering stone would definitely be worth more. Mm, it could end up being something similar to like the tentacle, to where the tentacle, um, the drop was more expensive, and over time that became shit, and the whip increased in price. Although I think the mistake that they made with that was the tentacle never degrades, only the whip. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I failed to mention that to where you can use either of the two to recharge it. So I think that'll keep both of the items prices at a nice level. Um, I don't really like the idea of like just getting free XP for doing nothing, even if it costs money. I just don't think it's. So are you gonna do two normal combats before Slayer? Well, there's. Difference. What? <laughs> you have to like get XP for killing stuff. Well, I don't. I don't know. Players been in the game since like '05. It's been in the game so long. Got to pull it. Yeah. Well, bar fishing, you get that free strength and agi. Yeah, but that stuff is already in the game. Why would I add, add more stuff like that? Well, people seem to like bar fishing, so I guess they figured people like free XP. <laughs> well, I guess. I I honest I really like the Inferno ads because you know some people are going to be salty about it. Hopefully, <laughs> those with tuner more fire making. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the only thing I care about is if it looks as cute as the Odyssey. It was so sick looking. I wonder if they'll change the animation on it a bit, because it looks, I don't know, remember the animation of the ads was like, a bit different than the axe. It was hot. It was so good. It'll make DKs more profitable and that's all I care about, so, yay. Yeah, I think D axes need to be significantly more expensive than what they are. It would be nice to see those rise in price. But I think it'll be really interesting to see what kind of balancing that John does with granite and sandstone. Because, shit, I mean, you get 70k mining XP per hour. Might end up. Probably just make it like. I mean, it's gonna be a 1 in 3, so he might just make it so you get half. If it, if it, but he would have uh, to come up with some kind of number as to what kind of smithing XP it would give. Half, half the base mining XP just for smithing. That would give you like one sixth. No, that give you less than because the boost, the boost wouldn't add in. You get like one smithing for every six and a half to seven mining if he did it that way. So that'd still that be around pretty, like that's about what thirty mil. About what the fire making one is. Yeah. Okay. Seems like the easiest way to do it. But I don't know how, because you have to make a similar scale for the other ore. Yeah. Like an iron. We'll see what he does. I just don't think it makes sense for it to 
work with granite to give smithing XP. Yeah. It's it's just a rock, you know, you don't smith anything with it. <laughs> it incinerates it, it doesn't it doesn't smelt it. You know, it oh, should work for Pater. That's, all, that's, that's what's that. happened. That's true. It should work for Pater. Oh, that would be interesting. <laughs> that would increase the AFK ability of it. Oh, eh, not really. Never mind. I'm dumb. If you'd use it on Runite Ore, would it make turn it into a Runite Bar? Or yeah, I think you get this... a bar if it's something that could actually make a bar. No, no, I'm pretty sure it just like evaporates in the thin air. Cause if you were doing that like for iron, oh, cause you get the free coal. Yeah, that'd be kind of OP actually. Yeah. Well, that would make it worth using. Wow, yeah. For that at least I don't know. Find runite. Yeah, you gotta risk it. Well, you don't lose a pickaxe. You protect it. Moving on to the abyssal demon boss. It's got a level 85 Slayer Wreck, and it drops an Abyssal Dagger. The Abyssal Dagger is said to be a lesser version of a Zamorak Hasta, uh, but one thing different from the Hasta is that you can train your stats individually with it, not controlled like how the Hasta is. They originally made no mention about a special attack, but after getting feedback, they decided to add in a special attack to it. It The special attack will make it better than a DDS, and also on the side, it'll drop a whip, probably at the same rate of like 1 in 512. Uh, probably half that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, was, I wasn't... The drop yeah, trident yeah. 1 in 256. Wasn't Does anyone know exactly what the special attack is? Because I don't remember, I didn't read the updated version of that. Um, pretty much like you use a special attack and it like uses the special attack out over the course of like four or five seconds. Kind of, so it's like a delayed DDS. It's, it's a bleed, right? It's kind of like yeah, it's a, a delayed bleeding effect. How much spec did they say they? How much spec would you use? I 50%. am looking it up right uh, now. I don't know. Like, okay, the item just seems like as it is without like the special attack. It seems like dead content already. Yeah. I guess I, I, I don't know how it would fare versus like Seth of the Dead or whatever uh, first run training, but realistically, it doesn't seem very useful. Here's what it says for the special attack. It says that the special attack they want to offer includes a bleed effect. It'll use 50% of the special attack, and your next attack will have a double accuracy, and whatever your next attack deals will also be dealt again as a bleed effect over the next 6 seconds. So for example, if your special attack deals 20 damage, another 20 damage of it will be dealt passively as 5 hits of 4 over the course of 6 seconds. Uh, that might make PKing more interesting, but for I don't I don't know to be honest. Other than the spec, it's a completely useless. It but, has uh, a seventy attack wreck on it. I have to see the spec in action before I like judge it, though. I like how it, like you mentioned, how it would be worthless, but it has a higher damage output than a dragon dagger, like the special attack. It doesn't have the KO potential though. 
But if you use the bleeds on it, you can um, use it to stack some extra damage, like you use the Abyssal Dagger and switch to Dragon Dagger and get even more KO potential. I don't know. Would make PK more interesting. What about the Duel Arena? Oh yeah, good people point. Will start, people will probably start turning spec off, so you only use whip if that actually good. Well, people right? already do. Everyone would, kind of. yeah. If people doing DDS I mean, fights, those they'll just transfer over to this. Yeah, yeah, they're they're do. Completely stop using specs. But um, if it is best in slot strength training, which it looks like it will be, then that it'll be worth a lot. I mean, there are a lot of people. However, however useless that is to us, there'll be a lot of people who will use that. The whip's actually better DPS. Um, just like training strength. I don't reason. think they release any information on it for... Well, I mean, just based on the stats, it's the same stats as the host... Basically the same stats as Hosta, but you can train any stat specifically. The Hosta has better stats than the Staff of the Dead if you add in the Defender, right? Yeah, it does. So yeah, it would be best in slot strength training. For Slayer, I mean, I guess Derek's is technically better, but... I guess that would be useful think, for Jinj yeah, whenever people, he does people that. People actually use that shit. I wasn't really thinking about it as um, it being used as a potential training weapon. That'd be pretty fucking powerful for just a literal dagger then. Yeah, think about it. I mean, wait, what attack do you need? 70. It's actually kind of interesting because a lot of... Um... <clears throat> A lot of strength peers, they'll have 60 attack and just train pure strength of 99 with DSIM. But now you might see somebody, one of those people, get 70 attacks so they can train with this weapon. It is better than a DSIM. Right? I doubt that would change their build just to make training easier. Well, not just for training easier, well, but maybe yeah, for, for PKing, they'd be able to have more damage output as well. Yeah, and you're gonna, you're gonna protect mm. it. Oh, right. I see what you're saying. Because it might be worth using I think this could really change. I don't know much about that, but that could really change the uh, sort of 60 attack, 99 strength, pure meta. Wait, wouldn't it be 70 attack though? Because Abyssal? Yeah. Oh yeah, it is 70 attack. I'm saying like those people might say I should get... Because like, they don't want to get 70 attack because then they get a whip and they have to train attack 99, right? Yeah. Well, I see what you're saying. Really yeah. slow. Now they can get 70 attack and stay at 70 attack because they can train strength this weapon. That actually makes a lot interesting. of sense, yeah. It's a, a lot of really good points. I didn't even think about it that way. Alright. Uh, I might want to change my opinion now. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's completely useless. Situational. Oh, yeah, it's definitely like niche, but you, I mean, it'll be worth you, a lot. You really uh, hyped it up a lot there. It sounds significantly better than how I was describing it five minutes ago. Plus, the house that you gotta do that stupid quest and you gotta do the auto, you gotta do the training at the barb shit. No one wants to do that shit. Yeah. Alright, also in the dev blog, they wanted to increase tasks like Blood Veld, Dust Devils, and all the other tasks that they had on there were some inefficient ass tasks like Basilisks and like Gargoyles, Necreals, things like that. And I don't know, I guess it's okay for the Blood Velds, but what do you guys think? Wait, what has happened to make some? Well, um, are bloodfelds and uh, what was the second one? Dust devils still efficient tasks? Bloodfelds are dust devils are like right at EHP rate. 
Yeah, the way the question's worded, it's, it's not saying Blood Belt are inefficient. Just saying, like, Basilisks, which is something else they're gonna it, offer for extended tasks. Yeah, those yeah, are inefficient. Wondering how Slayer has completely changed. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like the Abyssal Demon and all that. Like, sure, let's increase them. Why not? You know, let's make tasks longer. I don't really see much of a downside to increasing task length, other than I mean, an indirect slight buff in XP per hour because you're spending less time banking and getting tasks. But I'm okay with it. I don't think it's a big deal. I mean... I mean, it technically increases XP per hour because you get... more of your time slaying is spent on... good tasks and you have to bank less often, but it's not really that big of a deal. If something becomes higher XP per hour because of some... convenience thing, then I'm... I, like... that's something fine, like... Like the right click repair pouch on the Dark Mage, those kind of things. Like, yeah. I don't think people should like complain about them. They're okay increases in XP. Um, I wouldn't really mind if some tasks got like an increase in XP power. Depends on like how much. I mean, if you could start it, start like cannon abyssal demons or something like that. That would be a pretty significant increase. Man, that would be fucking insane. So. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be able to find the world. <laughs> Hard to lure them, but I guess even if you couldn't lure them, I only get like one hit off, it's still really good. Oh yeah, something like that. They should all really think about what they put in, in the game. Well, it was just an increase in task size. Yeah. Oh. I don't really know where you were going <laughs> with that. Alright, yeah. so they also wanted to come out with broad darts. The broad darts were removed. They're not going to be part of the game at all. But what they were wanting to do with the broad darts were to make them... Just add in the new darts sold by Slayer Masters. They'd cost at least 100 GP each. They would be a plus 10 range bonus, which is one less than Addy darts. And it would be significantly cheaper. I think that it would have just destroyed every other single dart for the dart market. I really didn't like this. I'm glad that they removed it. There, I think it was a good job that they got rid of it. Shit would have been stupid as fuck and would have killed off the steel dart, myth dart, addy dart market. Yes, so, although it was a movie, it's still nice to talk about. Um, it would have really destroyed, especially addy. I think people might have still used steel because it is cheaper, but the addy darts, it's like it's ten percent worse, and it's it would have been like. 10% worse and probably 75% the cost, so you could be kind of dumb not to use them. Um, so yeah, it would have been pretty OP. Plus, plus there's like infinite supply, because you buy, I mean, you can probably buy like 100, over 100k an hour, because those fucking packs. Mm-hmm. So. And they would destroy like the smithing of the, a lot of people smith the tips, 
and you don't have to smith the broad tips, or you wouldn't have to. It would be kind of uh, like how broad bolts are they're used instead of addy bolts everywhere by people of 55 Slayer and above. Um, yeah, I don't. It it could have been a good like little gold sink because you know you are definitely sinking out gold if it's 100 GP per dart, which would make a significant difference. Um, I don't know if Ol7 has any real problems with inflation at the moment. Oh, it does. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah it drops too many alcohols or things that can be turned into shoppables. So, yeah. To, to, to kind of interrupt, at, actually, never mind. I lost my train of thought on the jackass. Keep going. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, that's just, well, it wouldn't have been good for the other darts, but it would have been good for the economy, I guess. It's like a trade-off. Either way, you know, it's fine. I had something on the tip of my tongue, but I just fucking lost it. Go ahead, Razor. Um, I feel as if, like, the dark market right now is fine as it is. Um, like, it wouldn't have been needed to add another dart that would probably have been more XP prower. And... Maybe cheaper to do, but yeah, wouldn't have been necessary. I think everyone all summed it up pretty nicely. Um, when they say slightly worse than Addy darts, it would still be better than Myth darts, right? Yeah. Just a bit. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't think it would be like that catastrophic considering Myth darts are like 70 each. So 100 each wouldn't even like destroy anything. But uh, yeah, it wasn't necessary, so it doesn't matter. I remember what I was going to say. So, Dreary was talking about broad bolts and how those are kind of mainly used now. <clears throat> I think that broad bolts are okay because there's all these other different bolts with all these, like, special effects that those have and still give a use and a reason to use, like, Rune, Myth, and Addy Darts because of the special effects that they have. But there's really nothing for the darts. There would really be no reason to ever use any of the other darts. Ah, uh, just introduce diamond tip darts. <laughs> yeah, that would be... <laughs> it would honestly possibly be profitable as well for fletching. It would be close, yeah. Well, I mean, even if it wasn't profitable, it'd be probably about the same GPXP of steel, but more XP per hour, plus supply is always there. I mean, you could just make an alt and just AFK opening the packs and probably buy more than you use. But yeah, that's uh, depends also though. Um, how much XP is it going to be per dart? Uh, is it going to be like they didn't release on what it was? Three XP per. But it would probably be like the same. It is. It's ninety percent damage of Addy, so it'd probably be ninety percent XP of Addy. Probably like six. I would well, be very Addy, surprised if they Admiral. made it that high. Broad bolts are the same damage as Addy bolts, and they're only three XP versus uh, seven XP. Oh, okay. I could see them it's being be the same. Good. Like, obviously, this is just all hypothetical because it's not even coming out. But they probably would have been similar to like steel darts for flex well, no, XP. No, probably would have been three. I didn't. <clears> I forgot that uh, broad uh, bolts were three. Addy bolts were seven, so it'd probably be three. Good. Yeah, but darts give more yeah. flash XP than bolts do. Oh. 
So moving on uh, is the herb sack. This is something we talked about a few podcasts ago. It really isn't going to do anything more than allow more herbs to come into the game and just like flow through the economy. They originally had it planned to where you could get a hundred of each grimy herb into the sack, but this was changed down to 30. I think a hundred would have been a whole fucking lot. I like that they moved it down to 30. It's going to cost like 750 Slayer points, and it it's going to be well worth using. What do you guys think? I don't, I don't think 100 or 30 is a big deal. I don't know, I don't know why people complain that much to make them change it, but whatever. I think 750 Slayer points is fair, considering it's like a one-time thing. Um, it, I think it might make like Aber Inspectors efficient, because Aber Inspectors, I mean, they're kind of annoying because you can't lure them, but they're like on the verge of being efficient. You can kind of get like, you can like barely get EHP if you're somewhat good with the cannoning. But if you can pick up every herb. It'll probably be worth it just because of that extra money. And we just leave this shit on the ground. I see it as. Yeah, I see it as it's kind of either get the herb sack or like monsters are going to move on to have noted herb drops and this seems like a better option for 07. Because, you know, herb lore is a skill which has um, a not so big supply necessarily. Never enough supply. Never. It's worth it's worth noting that uh, only put grimy herbs in, so you can't use it for herb lore. Alright, good point. I believe when we talked about this a few podcasts ago, I was in favor of it, just because uh, I, I'm in favor of more herbs kind of just flowing through the economy. It, I don't really see there being a difference between thirty and a hundred. I mean, if you're not going to get more than thirty of one on any single task, so. You bank in between every task. If your shit fills up, you just bank that shit. There's really no, to me, there's no difference between 30 and 100. Wait until you see the bots with uh, the herb sack camping. <laughs> like, or you, could, you could like camp specters or camp druids. Um, so I guess people worry about that camping. People, camping too long. I don't think people will camp specters. They probably camp uh, chaos druids now. Chaos though. druids. It's gonna be um, or the uh, yeah. Seven hundred and fifty points is a lot though. Like I don't think um people are really gonna use a bot to get seven hundred fifty Slayer points and then start using it on Chaos Druids. I was just joking about that. I I thought it was a fair <laughs> point to bring up though. I mean, was, I was I wasn't thinking about it prior to you saying anything. Uh, I don't really care about the hair pouch. I think. I was there when this question was last asked. I said it wasn't really, really necessary. I didn't really care about it or anything, and I still don't care about it. I probably would not like. I, I'm too lazy to pick up the herbs, so it doesn't fucking affect me at all. Say you and, see a snapdragon or a Raynar on the ground, you'd be singing a different tune. <laughs> uh, oh, I, actually, yeah, I haven't slayed since the uh, unidentified update, so yeah, probably. Yeah, you'd be able to see them before you pick them up, so you know which ones to. Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that, that's actually, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm for it then. Because I was too lazy to pick them up before and, like, identify them one by one, but I, I guess I could just pick up the specifics, so, yeah. Good good, good shit. Pretty user-friendly. When you pick up the herb, does it, like, go straight into your herb pack, or...? Oh, you have to use it on it or click 
You can probably just like left-click fill and it puts all the herbs in your inventory into the stack like it does with the gem bag. Yeah. It probably works like the loot pouch. Gem bag. Looting bag, I mean. No, it's probably more like a gem bag. Yeah. In a gem bag, you can't actually look inside like you can with a looting bag. You have to like go through the interface and take out and look at, and you can take out specific herbs or whatever. Oh. I right, imagine yeah. it being identical to the gem bag. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea, and bring more herbs into the economy is just better. Makes herb lore easier, cheaper to do, which I guess devalues it. But it's good. It's just another thing you're gonna bring around in your inventory when you're doing Slayer Nami. You're gonna have a ring, a bone crusher, um, gem bag, herb sack. Holy wrench. Like half your inventory soon is just gonna be stuff that's gonna be required on every task. Yeah, what I wanna add kind of because of um when Motherload Mine got released and there was this um gem bag, which I think it holds sixty of each of them, doesn't it? Yep. Yep. And after that got introduced there was an update in RS3 which allowed you to upgrade the gem bag to I'd be like the same as in old school, so I'm looking forward to an herb sack in RS3, I guess. Would you use it over like herbicide? Well, I guess you would because, um, you're Iron Man. You don't want to yep. like destroy herbs. Yep, basically that. So, something else that they wanted to do in the dev blog were to add more blue dragons, more red dragons, more black demons baby green dragons now they I believe they changed the location or something I think they just wanted to add more of the blue dragons and black demons to the Taverly dungeon I think the green drags are gonna be in Neve's cave I don't know where the red drags are supposed to be but I guess to kinda do with uh, for reds it's just the lack or how inconvenient it is to get there and for the other ones I guess just to deal with overcrowding but what do you guys think about uh, them trying to add all this in I guess the thing about green dragons is that they're right now the only ones that exist in the game are in the wilderness so uh, I don't know Andrew I mean kind of ruin still will feel for the green dragons but they're baby they're, they're baby, baby. Yeah. oh baby Oh baby! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just some, they're just babies. Uh, yeah, I guess, I uh, guess that's interesting. Baby green I don't really dragons. care too much. I've never actually like even bothered to test the rates. I think you can cannon the blue dragons in the in the Taverly, but I've just never even like bothered to test them. Honestly, if you if there's like a good cannon spot, not even if it's not multi. I think blue drags could like almost be efficient. I don't know. They don't have that high defense like the iron dragons do. Yeah, I'm just thinking like why? Why does everything have to be in Neve's cave? There's Yeah, that yeah. that's why they started to um for the Hellhound boss actually they planned on making it in Neve's Cave, and then a lot of people were bitching like, oh, fuck Neve's Cave, put it down in Taverly Dungeon. And 
they uh, changed it to Taverly Dungeon for the Hellhound boss. I think it's cool. Um, while we're talking about that, they're gonna make it so the abyssal. I, I imagine the abyssal demon entrance will be in the middle of the abyss where that mage is. You have to click on the um. Cause like there's this big circle in the in the middle of the abyss. I guess you can just click on that now. And oh, go no, 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 no. From what it's, I was from what I was abyss. reading was it's Wait, what, you'd have sorry? to use the fairy code. Yeah, to get to this. Oh, damn! That'd be so good though, because there's, there's that giant circle, your <laughs> thing in the middle of the abyss that does nothing. I thought I I thought that'd be so cool if you to do that, but okay. Yeah, there's some abyssal demons in the um, fairy ring abyss already. No one knows about them because no one kills them, but <laughs> basically, it'll be cool to see that area Eventually, there's going to be so much stuff in Neve's cave that it's going to be more efficient to go to Taverly because it's going to be the cave's going to be so big you're going to have to walk by everything. I mean, the black demon spot in Taverly is really nice for the cannon. I... It's just, it's that's like a one in a million cannon spot because the way the way they spawn and the way they come to you is just so so beautiful. I don't I mean they I don't know how they do it in the the uh, Neve's cave, but it might not it might not be worth it. Uh black demons would not be in there. I don't believe. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Shit. I'd, I'd like to see them maybe come out with a new Slayer Cave or expand on things like the Slayer Tower. I think Duradel needs a cave. Yeah, that'd be... Yeah, give Duradel a cave. <laughs> hey, like, on the topic of Duradel, this was, this was something that I wanted to talk about, but I completely forgot about. Didn't put in the format or anything like that. Duradel should have 20... If you complete the Karamja Elite, you should get 20 fucking points for completing a task by Duradel. The only reason why I say this is because if you do the Elite Western Provinces, you get 15 from Neve. You get the same amount of points from Neve. I don't, I don't agree with that. And with the extended tasks, Neve will actually assign like the same amount of almost every task as Duradel. So the only difference... Which they might even change this. The only difference right now is the Dark Beasts. Yeah. Hey, also, um, one thing that I want to say was they... I think they either just recently did this or are planning on doing it. Is using the Karamja Gloves to teleport like directly to Duradel. In the I think same... they did it already. They did? Let me check. But pretty much you're able to do that in the same way that you're able to use a Slayer Ring to teleport to Neve. I think that's, I think that's kind of nice. They still need to give Duradel a lot more love, though. That doesn't really change much, the Karamja glove, because you could just NPC contact him. Yeah. Gloves are slightly faster, though. Yeah. If they yeah. put you right next to him, I guess, yeah. Yeah, you li you're literally, like, right next to him. They can right-click and take a task from him instantly. There's a ghetto-ass uh, animation as well when you clap your hands. Instead of expanding Neve's cave, in my opinion, they should extend the expand the areas where the monster is, like black demons. You think Taverly Dungeon, like expand that? Or yeah, or like I know with like Dungeoneering, they added those little like um, what do you call them? Resource dungeons. Resource dungeons. Yeah. What if they did that, but you have to unlock it with Slayer points? Ooh, yeah, because those that kind of be nice. that that kind of be similar slayers, to like the Motherload Mine expansion where you had to and, pay with and the they could put the entrance to this new expansion where that they already are. So it's like a little black demon 
you know, there's a little black demon hole you crawl through, and if you've paid a Slayer Master 250 points or 500 points, whatever they want to make it, you get access to it. I think it's a lot better than just mindlessly banding these cave. Fuck me, it's cave. <laughs> Give Duradel some fucking love. Duradel should have like a side dungeon of his own, and it should be like only Duradel tasks are allowed, and it should be like sick ass positions, like Abbey Demons should be like in front. At least, you know, spoilers, Duradel doesn't die in old school. Because, you know, he dies in the But Neve isn't even spoilers, in the old school, so. Yeah. Lapalak is a cool guy. I think that's his name, right? Duradel is cooler. But he's dead. Yeah. Well, he was cooler. Is Duradel <laughs> non existent in RS3? He dies in while Guthrie sleeps. Spoiler alert. Aw, oh, I'd be so disappointed when I never do the quest. When they give him some love and then kill him in the quest. <laughs> Alright, so they want to also um, buff the drop tables of Dark Beasts and Spiritual Mages. For Spiritual Mages, they would just drop pretty much more runes and more Pyrrhus, shit like that. And for Dark Beasts, just in increase like the secondary drops... I think it'll be interesting to see what they do. I think they might put Dark Beasts at like four to five hundred K an hour uh, drop rate, not including like a Dark Bow. What do you guys think about them trying to buff the two? Well, last time uh, we talked about Dark Beasts getting a bit of a buff. Dark Bows were like fucking 500K or something. I was like, you know what? Dark Beasts aren't like amazing compared to like the other high slayer monsters for money and it should get some love but now dark bows are like 1.3 mil each and they're already pretty good so yeah why did I dark bows go up no idea zora maybe people use them there i don't know yeah probably zora i don't know i don't know anything about pvm yet, but i don't think that would cause it to rise 800k. Uh, spiritual mages probably wouldn't do them anyway, so I don't care. And deep boots are gonna... I don't think deep boots are gonna go up that much from that other update, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm like indifferent to like these changes. I'm okay with them wanting to increase the drop table for the Dark Beast. Dark Beast drop table is pretty shit. And... I think putting it on par with like even Abyssal Demons as like just other shit alkables that they drop, even that would be okay, I feel. Hopefully John doesn't go way too over the top. But I'd be okay if it became like four hundred, three hundred K an hour. Not including a dark bow. Including Cannon or no? Uh no, just like that is what their shit drops is worth. Not including any okay. money you'd spend. Killing. Are you saying including cannon, the cost of cannon, or including the speed of cannon? Uh, I think he's saying 400k revenue, and then minus cannon cost. I know, but is that is that 4k revenue? In, assuming you have like a cannon going all out, or assuming you're just meleeing them? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Um, I'm gonna say without a cannon because. Hold on, stick with me here, because um, Abyssal Demons are 
around four to five hundred k an hour from what I've been told, and wyverns are more than that as well, and that's not even using a cannon, so I think they only five hundred k an hour. They're like we're for like almost three mil each now. I, well, shit, I I don't really know the market that well, but I'm sure it's at least five hundred. I feel like it would be a bit more. If it was put on like the same level as Abyssal Demons in terms of like revenue, I think that'd be okay. Not in, like make it without a cannon. You know, he's gonna put like 10 battle salves and <laughs> one Runite Ore or something like that on there. Hey, honestly, it's not bad if he throws some things like that on the drop table. He just can't be Zora generous with it. Drop ten battle staffs. Drop some Addy bar, noted Addy bars. Drop some n noted rune ore. I don't really. Magic logs are still the best, like common drop. seeds. Is there a I lack think... of supply in torsal seeds? Um. Uh, well, I don't know about that, but I think they should take the whole um. They should take a different approach. They should buff the RDT, in my opinion. Like, it would benefit way more places, and Dark Beasts have a very high RDT drop rate. So, it huh? obviously work there. Rare drop, Rare, Rare drop table. Rare drop table. Like, uh, oh, loot oh. keys and tooth keys and all that. Um, like, every almost every monster drops a RDT and... Yeah, yeah they um, add RDT to like Zora. That'd be pretty nice. If they just be add... better more skilling supplies to RDT, it would um, prevent something to be overly camped uh, like uh, Zora or Wyverns and it would just, you know, it would spread out the drops over more different monsters and it would just not be like a clusterfuck on one or two monsters. I wish you would have applied for the QA job. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, you know he's gonna be at least as generous as he was with wyverns. I mean, how could you not? I think he said himself he wasn't gonna be. Because they were really? pretty good XP. Yeah, I think I remember him saying that in the QA. I'd be okay stream. if they were less GP per hour than wyverns just because of the whole Slayer XP thing. Well, I mean, they're, they have a higher requirement than wyverns. I don't, I'm not saying... I'm not saying I want them to make them as good as Wyverns, but like from that point of view, they should be at least as good, considering there are more requirements. Weren't Wyverns kind of okay uh, before the GE because it was, you know, no. it was hard to they get They were worse stuff. before the GE because there's less people there. No, 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 no. So, alright, the first like four months of Wyverns drop table getting buffed, this shit was amazing. We're talking like 750 to 800k an hour, very AFK. And with the Grand Exchange, it did um, kind of like lower the prices of a lot of the drops. And just over time, all of this shit started decreasing in price. But GE did make it worse. I stopped doing them because it just became way too overcrowded, like to the point to where one person was camping one single spawn. Now, all the rangers eat up the east side of the cave, and the west side is pretty much for the meleeers. And for, like, the first two months that I was killing wyverns, pretty much any world, you would be alone on the west side 
with like four wyverns to yourself. When I said worse, I meant more XP, GP per hour. Yeah, that's what I meant when I said worse before GE. Oh yeah, the GE really <laughs> fucked the prices. Yeah, that's. But. Like, um, how much GP per XP were some skills which were heavily affected by the GE before and after? Farming, prayer? farming, prayer. Um, prayer. I feel like prayer yeah, like might have something to do effect. with, like, maybe a boss getting banned or something. Yeah, I think prayers prayer had, was like, too Prayers big. had a significant increase in GP XP, not just something you'd see just from having a GE. It doesn't make any sense though, because Laura drops dragon bones as well. I'm so like, I'm actually like really confused why it's going up. Uh, room crafting was helped out a lot. I'm really surprised by that. Yeah, everyone prior to the GE coming out, everyone because at the time I think pre GE, nats were like two thirty, two forty each. How much did you sell your yeah. shit for, Chance? I could, I could get, I could get two fifty. Okay, and. They they went up, PRS went down. Yeah. Not sure how that could happen because both had a really big supply. Then one goes up after buying things becomes easier and one goes down. Yeah, the GE was really pro room crafting. <laughs> I know why PRSs went down. <laughs> Nightmare zone. No. Yeah. We're on wyverns. I. I mean, it is a combination of all of the above. Yeah. I think I've banked like 900 crafting twice already. Better hammer out that bitch. Move, moving on to the last thing that was on the dev blog, they said that they. Um, want to rebalance the Slayer assignments to where they all have an equal chance of being assigned. What kind of impact do you think this is going to have? Do you want this to happen as well? They didn't really mention anything about maybe removing things like, for example, like basilisks from Neve or like desert lizards from Duradel. They didn't mention anything about removing stuff like that. So I don't know. What kind of impact do you guys think this would have? Um, I don't know, <laughs> to be honest. I'm not really sure what kind of impact it would have. I've never really thought about it. I think it would be a game changer. <clears throat> uh, it, it really depends. There's some really shitty tasks that are kind of rare that John might say, why the fuck is he even on here, and remove him. He doesn't do that. Like, there's like cave crawlers... Um, Roth, Terror, Terror Dogs, all this like stupid shit on like Neve's assignment table that you just never, Turoth, never yeah. see. And if they're the same, if they're the same rate as stuff like, uh, um, Abbey Demons and Bloodveld, then you would definitely notice that. But at the same time, you'd be getting Suka a lot more often from Neve, which is a really good task and stuff like that. So it. I don't know. It might even out, but it would be kind of annoying. I don't feel like getting Sukas more often outweighs the negative effects of being assigned 
things like Taroth's cave horrors and shit like that more often. I I think that it would be really bad if they did do that. The only as you said, if Jonathan removes some things, that would be the only positive that like I'd be okay with it then if he removes shit like that, but in its current like all the rates or all the assignments that she gives out Duradel as well, I think it would be horrible if everything was balanced out to be the same. I think that how it's done now is fine. It doesn't need to be changed. The idea sounds nice in theory. I just pray that those who are too ignorant to realize what kind of impact this has don't vote yes. It'll be a huge game changer. It'll be bad. Like, if you're getting assigned Turoths as often as you are, like, Dags and Bloodvelds and shit, you might be struggling to break even on points. Speaking of Turoths, uh, maybe that's one use of Broad Darts. That would have been cool. I wonder if that would have been viable with Broad Darts. Oh, I'm sure they and cannon them. Well, cannon doesn't hit on Turots. Um, but I used to think about this a lot because I I remember pre OC Slayer. I'm sure Maz does as well. And um, a lot of the tasks you get assigned like really really sometimes by like Duradel. You assign some tasks like three times out of the thousand tasks and all stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like just remove those and then like water uh, fiends. Yeah, water fiends, exactly. You basically never really get those. Well, you have to have the ancient caverns unlocked to get those assigned, I think. Um, I think I just, they still would uh, get assigned just because they're in Neve's cave and available to the everyone. Cattle prod or some stupid shit like that. Cattle yeah, brawn. Remove those, rebalance yeah. the others, like, um, uh, give, give them weights like RS3 has, um, make them public for people so people actually know the assignment rates, because right now the formula for how much chance you have to be something assigned is like relevant like your combat level is relevant all these little things like the higher combat the higher chance you have of this and this just you know give them all like this is like a 10 weight you know common and then dark beasts are like 12 weight which is a bit more common than a shitty task like i don't know what uh turos maybe being six weight like or Jungle oh, horrors. fucking jungle horrors. Just make it all you know, smaller. Like, Wouldn't you have like an even chance of like those random ass tasks like Melanisks or whatever? I don't even know how to say them. That, that you randomly get. I forgot like, that monster even existed. Exactly. You're gonna get that shit like as common as the others. It's gonna be awkward as fuck. Please, <laughs> Jonathan, get like, rid of that shit. Yeah, if there's like very uncommon ones, they would just get rid of them. I think with I think the um in RS2 the players like the master the assignment lists were updated with um that one Slayer Helm thing, uh Smoking Kills quest. So if they could make that happen that would be nice. Yes, so one thing that they talked about um, in this point that I didn't bring up was they wanted to like remove the 110 combat wreck required for like dark beasts and things like that. I'm okay if they get rid of shit like that. I, I really don't see any reason for there to be 
a 110 combat requirement on Dark Beasts. But, fuck, I will be very disappointed if this thing passes and you get Turoths as much as you get any other task. I really hope Jonathan removes a lot of those shitty tasks. But I think there's a great chance that he keeps some of those really bad tasks in there because for balancing purposes, we you're not supposed to just get unlimited slayer points. You're, you're supposed to spend them to skip tasks. So I think there's going to be at least a handful of really shitty tasks in there that you're still going to have to use your points to skip. Otherwise, yeah, it would create a real not- issue with... I don't think it would change much about like how you would slay it would just make it um points wise you would get fucked. No, well I I think you would just um like there wouldn't be these random obscure tasks that nobody ever does anyway that everyone cancels. There would just be more like the borderline tasks that some people cancel and some do. Like I don't know gargoyles or what. They would be probably common because they're like a slayer monster and all that. Um, hard to explain this one could have a much bigger impact than I think people realize I hope that they know what they're voting for and when they vote for it the the way that they worded it just made it sound so nice like oh we'll balance everything out give it an equal chance like I don't like the word balance because saying the word balance kind of like indicates that it's flawed as it is and I think it's fine how it is. It's just spaghetti code. <laughs> yeah. Vote for this shit. <clears throat> so, this is one other Slayer-related thing. It is, uh... The Slayer Partners, there are no advantages of the Slayer Partners... It's pretty pointless. How dumb do you think that idea was? Uh, um, yeah. It's it's something that exists in, you know, RS3. Uh, nobody really does it, so... Wait, RS3, can't you attack the same monster and both get points? Um... Before? It's like, um, if you kill a hundred monsters and the other person kills fifty monsters or whatever, you get, a uh, 66% of the points and the other one gets 33% yeah, of points. Wouldn't... But you mean, like, the, the multi-thing everywhere? But on old school, like, there's, like, your tasks, one person killing one wouldn't affect the other person's task. And if you were assigned, let's say oh. I have black demons blocked if you were assigned black demons, I would just not be assigned them, and I'd have to get my own task of my own. So you couldn't, like, stack blocks? That's what... At first, I was scared people could, like, stack blocks with someone else. That would have been insane. <laughs> and it's just stupid. Right, so, so when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, this is going to be abusable. Like, there's going to be, like, some way that somebody's going to find a way to, like, just abuse it. But... Luckily, nobody's abused it, and at the same time, it's still dead content. I don't, I don't know. I guess there's probably some people that. that use it. I'm sure there's people that use it, so I guess it's not a bad thing, but I think it's a waste of time. It's pretty useless. 
At least it doesn't have any like super negative. It doesn't have any negative effects, so it's, it's okay. Is it that both people are like on the same task or something? Yeah, yeah, like what you would do is if you both didn't like weren't currently assigned a task, you would use the gem on one player and then one of you would get assigned a task and if you both had all the wrecks and were able to do the task, you would both be assigned it. But okay. let's say you didn't do horror from the deep if we were partners, I got assigned DAGs, you just wouldn't get an assignment at all. Okay, so yeah, it is kind of the same, but like, you know, who wants to crash themselves? That's basically what Group Slayer is. Mm -hmm. Crashing yourself. It would be good with like, um, if there was like a boss, boss Slayer Master, then it would be like pretty sick, because you could just have two people um, duo, get the same boss task and duo that ta boss together. That would be a use, but I don't know. I guess if you can try to get like AVNCs together or Dagnots together, but at the same time you can just do that yourself. Yeah. I guess it doesn't have like any positive on the face, like It doesn't really have any positive or negative effects. I, I don't think anybody actually uses it. Nah. Honestly. I mean, it's... There's so many things in the game that are, like, useless to do. Most of the newer like, things that they've come out with, though, aren't just like, hey, we're throwing this shit in here just to lay here and stink. If a boss star master comes out, it's not gonna stink anymore. Alright, the, uh... Lord and Savior, Link's Titan, finally got rank 1 in XP over the last week. He still has not maxed out uh, his total level. He's not rank 1 on the high scores, but he's the real rank 1. Uh, actually, he will have passed Vestfold in EHP in a couple weeks, and then he's like undisputed top of the boards on everything. The, the rain of Lynx has begun. What do you think about him finally getting rank one? Uh, don't really care. I mean, XP ranks are pretty arbitrary. He's been, in, he's been like at the top so long. Just doesn't matter to me. Past Jason, some arbitrary ranking system. I think it's quite cool for someone who plays like that much or started like that late. Started going for like XP like a year after the game came out compared to others who started when it first came out. But, I mean he did it really quickly. Get like 1.4 bill XP in like basically a year. So, yeah, I think it's really cool. If you like look at the on CML they came out with a recent update on like current year top and year records. He's still got several months left of doing all this fast ass XP. His he's gonna have like five hundred to six hundred more mil in a year than anyone else has ever had. It's pretty ridiculous. I think that he's he could arguably be the best RuneScape player ever in that 
he's rank two on RS3, and he's essentially rank one on old school. And just the way that he plays, I think it could argue that he's the best ever. Yeah, I yeah, he definitely deserves it, in my opinion. Even if he wouldn't use alts and all that, he'd still destroy everyone. It just like seventeen hours a day, max efficiency, just all I can yeah. say. Yeah, he definitely deserves it. And one other thing is uh, he kind of like stands as a testimony of it's not too late to go for a high rank. Uh, I know he had like a shit ton of like RC XP, but like other than RC, his fucking stats are awful. If um, in terms of like high scores, ranks, and like overall XP, so it's never too late to like go for like a high rank. Not everyone's gonna be in a situation where they can just start playing 17 hours a day, but I I think for me, um, I've always had a lot of respect for him. But the thing that kind of like I think put him on another level in my eyes was when he was doing the uh, when he was fire making, doing darts, and imbuing all at the same time. Just because I can't imagine myself like be, being able to do that at any remote, anywhere remotely close to as well as he did, and I know that some people have done darts and fire making, but I haven't seen anyone do it for any extended period of time. They've done it for like a fucking inventory for a skilling video that we made, but I think that he is just like two levels above anyone else in old school right now yeah that's what i thought when i made that skilling video you know this is just a collection of nice clips that nobody's ever gonna do and then he does it <laughs> yeah like i i think like that that to me just blows my mind like not even the whole he plays as much as he does just that he was able to do all of that at the same time for yeah. hours and hours 17 hours a day is just ridiculous But all right, out of uh, all the high-ranked players, who do you consider to be the nicest one, and who do you consider to be the rudest one? Okay, so the nicest one is definitely Westfold. I mean, if you look at his videos, he's always seems like like a really nice guy. He's really nice to everyone else in the high-level community as well. The rudest, I'm not gonna say it, but uh. The old scoop, the old school scoop said it best. <laughs> hey, shout out to old school scoop. I'm flattered that I was that I was your first article that you wrote. Keep you were up. second, actually. What? There was someone else. Who? It was about, like Alicia or something. I don't know. No, Alicia's was like the day after mine. From what uh, I saw, I was the first one that they did. I thought that article was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> was saying that uh, pretty much I'm a pissed off dude and always talking shit because the Vikings have never won a Super Bowl. I thought it was a fantastic article. If old school scoop, if you're watching this, good shit. 
Um, out of all the high-ranked players, who I think is the nicest and the rudest, I say the nicest. I think it could be a toss-up between a handful of people. I think that um, Stenvik is very nice. I think that user when he played was also really kind as well. It, I, I think those are the two that come to mind for me immediately. And for the <laughs> uh, nicest probably uh, Shwomi. Um, oh, he he's very friendly. Yeah. Uh, rudest. Um. Yeah, probably Randy. <laughs> Pilot on. Uh, well, for me, the nicest, uh, I think Lelador. And, well, he's Sumi as well, of course. All the people mentioned are all really nice. And from what I've heard, Link's Titan is also quite nice. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I he is. Because I, you know, I never talked to him, so. I didn't want to keep praising him. At least he him. didn't say anything bad. <laughs> yeah, Rudest, uh, I'm not gonna say anything on this. <laughs> I think most people know. Alright. Yeah. So, <clears throat> it says, do you guys give your friends tips to each other um, on, like, buyables? For example, like, um, they said, like, what price you should buy battle staffs, herbs, and other shit. Or, like, if a market is really good, do you tell them that they should take advantage of it? Stuff like that. Uh, yeah, well, I'm really shit at keeping things a uh, secret, so I just tell people nowadays. Well, I usually t try to tell people. Yeah. <laughs> um, if somebody asked me, like, uh, if somebody asked me, like, what you should buy it at, I'd probably tell them, but I don't, like, go out of my way to give anyone help. Um, yeah. And when these like the people that ask for my help, like when it comes to like skilling related shit, they don't listen to it anyway because they call me a tryhard and tell me to fuck off. It's kind of weird. What? Uh, I'm uh, gonna say two words: finders keepers. <laughs> this is a perfect I'll, answer. I'll tell you one shit. I won't even tell you what I'm making. Yeah. Unless somebody walks by your uh, your. Room with a hero in it. Yeah. Then you kind of have to explain yourself. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it wasn't a bug though. <laughs> All right. Yeah, um, I thought this was a okay question. Um, I first looked at this question like late last night, and um, yesterday we got a new member into the clan, and he saw me doing some herb lore, and. He just asked what pot I was making, and I told him, and I told him, uh, like, what pot or two he should make. He's not only gonna get it up, like, a mil XP or some shit like that, so I think it's just kinda nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna shout out to everyone what to do, but usually I will answer if I like the person. And I'll, I'll be vague sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Um, for me, I if I find something to be like 
really good GPP XP for like Herbor. I don't go out and say like, hey everyone, this is really good GPP XP because I will obviously ruin it. But eventually like, someone will find out and it will ruin the method. Uh, yeah, like I, I just try to keep it to myself for as long as possible. Finders keepers. An example. Even, be... even if someone like asks, like, "What do you make for her?" But I just say, "Don't want to say." An example for me would be um, when I was doing battle staves for crafting. Somebody was asking me like what I was doing for crafting. I said battle staves, and I even gave him the name of the fucking person that was selling them. It was like very like good GP for XP and they had like a wealthy amount of money so they could have done it but they were like nah too lazy and they were like doing green beehide I don't understand that at what? all dude what? I mean a better, I don't a better example would be rune items like eight months ago or whatever oh <laughs> okay but I first started rune items I wouldn't I wouldn't tell people what I was making I mean I, I guess it would depend on how much of an advantage I'm really getting out of it if it's yeah exactly like for Herblore most things are anywhere between like 3 to 5 GP to XP sometimes like for one potion if it's like 5 GP to XP you won't do it but if it's 3 you would and if I'm like finishing up with the shit that I have and it's 3 GP to XP okay something know, yeah. which is potentially going to get fixed. Of course, you would be kind of hesitant saying that. If people already know it, then like you know. Like the shop. Yeah, Even yeah, that. They said the shop. Tell anyone. They've addressed um, it and said that it works the way it's supposed to work. Yeah, I know. Since we're on that topic, I mean, I don't think they'll uh, blatantly fix it by just removing it and nerfing it. But if they ever do, like the personal shops, where the stock is is just. For you. Holy shit. They, I mean, that's something they might do. I think if they pulled it, it might even pass. I think it would pass if it was pulled. I don't think it deals with the bots buying shit and. I mean, kind of nice, really. There would. Well, personal shops, that means you would have the same stock in every single world. Right, yeah. So you could. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't sell The it shop would be, area. like, out of the question. Let's do like a daily daily shop run. <laughs> you would be able to like <clears throat> could be could be worth it. You can do your cock watcher, you can go up to the shop, make like fifty K, hundred K. Would your shop items that you sell stay in the same world? Like if you hop to a different world? If you hop they'd still be there, yeah. Oh. Um I mean, it's kind of a big job, I don't think we'll do it anytime soon. If at all. I'm just saying that's one thing that could happen. I think that happened after trade limits. Oh, is that the only reason they did it? I think so. It's kind of stuck. Okay, they might not do it then. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, if they if they would do that, like a lot of skills would be very very different. You can't just buy battle staves in mass anymore. Iron Man can't can't buy like oh. Uh, Seaweed and that other thing they buy, buckets of sand, I think. Battle would go up, be then. daily kind of. More money. From your daily thing. Oh, runes, like elemental runes. Packs, feathers. We can buy the packs, still. Yeah, the packs restore fast enough. What happened to blood runes then? Because people buy them from the shop, don't they? They would just up the price to be 
I don't know. Not sure. What would be a 24 hour restock and like maybe a thousand blood runes? Do they go up, I think? Or I don't know what price they are right now. Alright, moving on. Um, do you guys keep any spreadsheets or notes logging your personal achievements or do you just mainly stick to CML? A couple examples they provide would be like maybe a Slayer log with notable drops or stuff like runes crafted per day, um, a collection of shit that you have or like good GE flips that you've had. I don't do one for skilling related stuff because there's already CML for that, but uh, for Zora, like I started keeping one recently, but the start of this month, well not the start of this month, like a week ago, hey. and I just have, I just have um, how many kills I do per day, and I price check all my loot at the end of the day, see how much I made from it. That's the only time, and that's very recently I just started doing that. I've been using them a lot less over um, over time. Uh, I wanted to do a Slayer one. Ginge had a phenomenal Slayer spreadsheet that he made of his log of every task and every decent drop that he had. I wanted to do something like that. Never got around to doing it. But yeah, I do keep track of some shit. Um, personal achievements, I just write down like the date I achieved something like the date that I maxed, the date that I got 200 mil in this skill, 200 mil in that skill, shit like that. Um, I don't really like doing the spreadsheets or anything, I just take pictures of like an achievement, like for me maxing and um, when I was doing like 9 RC when I got 1 mil in that and stuff like that, just take a picture of it and save it. Well, um, I would do a Slayer log, but everything in RS3 is kind of already known. I know how much something is going to be assigned. I know what they're going to drop. Well, I don't know what common drops they're going to drop, so I'm probably going to make a spreadsheet on that. Um, yeah, there's just not that much of a reason for me to make one. For my personal achievements and all that, I have a Tumblr blog where I just post like screenshots every 10 mil XP and then post my random thoughts with it. I think it would be fun to read over once I get older or something. Oh. Kind of reminded, you know, oh my <laughs> god, what did I do with my life? <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, the only thing I would really... Personal achievements, I would not write down. I don't... Um, like, arbitrary milestones aren't really, like, a big deal to me. But, uh... The only thing I would consider would be drops, just because that's kind of cool. Like, in, in old school, the drop rates for a lot of things aren't known. I mean, obviously, like, you know what whips are, but, like, something like Moonfilhelm drop rate from Greater Demons. That would be, like, a really cool thing to know what the drop rate of that is. I'd, I'd consider doing that. Um, when G came out, I tried to keep track of everything I bought with, in a spreadsheet, but it was just way too hectic. Um, so. I wish there was a way to where everything you bought and sold just automatically went to a spreadsheet. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Adventure log, maybe yeah. one day. <clears throat> yeah. I don't think they'll really ever get around to an adventure log. Uh, 
kind of brings me into a question that just came to my head. Not an adventure log, but for the web team. Now, they came out with like a concept on what they wanted to change for the homepage. I wanted to change it and make it look different, and they said it would make it faster. I don't know how the fuck it would be faster. It's all based on your internet and shit, but... They came up with this concept, and I haven't really heard anything else about it after they released this concept. It was done by a couple guys who are able to work on it like one hour every two weeks or something like that. But I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. Have you guys? They pulled it, didn't they? Are they going to pull it? I don't think they, they did. They posted on uh, Reddit, I think, and they didn't get that good of a response. I mean, I'd vote for it. I mean, if they've already made it, and it's not taking away time from making it an adventures log, which I'd rather have, then... Why not? Wait, an adventures log? Okay, the, I mean, they, the only reason I would vote no is because I'd rather them make an adventures log. But they've already made the website, so it's not like voting no oh. is going to make them do something different. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't heard anything about it. I was wondering if it was, like, dead or what was going on with it. I know they had, like, a new layout. I didn't know they had, like, an adventure log set up, man. They didn't no, have the adventure log set up, Okay, no. okay. Alright, alright. <clears throat> alright, so what are your guys' thoughts on the guy who apparently has 70 bill, uh, some theories are it could be multiple people's banks in one. He could be using like a client to where he just like changed. Let's say he had, I don't know, fucking instead of 20 Elijahs, it was 20 PRS. And he just changed the way that it looked. Because uh, the OS Buddy developers are able to do stuff like that. I remember that um, he was able to make his character appear like he was wearing full third age but he was wearing like mithril but this guy apparently has 70 bill and keep in mind that this is someone who is known for gambling in runescape in the past and selling gold 70 bill what do you think about that shit okay so um well hold on I'll go second ready you go alright well I'm just seeing here that a link has been posted saying that it was fake. Yeah, ModMotK, and that is his, uh, that is ModMotK's Switch account. He used to, like, stream from his house and shit, and someone asked him in stream chat. Like, ModMotK was in someone's stream chat, banning someone for, like, commission staking or some shit, and someone asked him, and he said that it was fake. Which, like you said, knowing what, I mean, you can change a lot of shit client-side. Yeah. It's not even really that hard if you have like a basic understanding of how the client works. Um, you could somewhat easily do that. I mean, it's really not that crazy. Right, I don't think it's that far fetched to believe that he's okay. I don't. Maybe seventy bills a bit of a stretch. I don't, I don't even know if seventy bills a stretch, but uh... seventy bills a fucking stretch. Okay, well, I think you would be surprised how much money like. Like, how much money gets fucking gambled? Like, um, I don't think you were around during the dicing era. Or I did not play them, no. you? Um, I remember them. Okay, well... I remember how much money they had. <laughs> Alright, well, let me, to, like, put it into an estimate. Um, 
I was like, because I was a bit devious before. Devious. I didn't, um, devious before. And like 2011, I had like a um, dicing rank in like the, I think that was the third biggest CC at the time in World 2. It was like win all day, it was dragon dice, and then it was like liked French chat, and that was like the third biggest, it was like an underdog or whatever, and I was in there. And being like in the, sh like the third biggest, and being like a lowest rank host you could be, I was making 100 mil an hour. J just to put that into perspective. And wow. there were that many people betting in World 2. And that was just like how much money I was making. And now there's like one big titan, which is like this Brune bet website that I created. And the thing with this is like people deposit their money. Like from what I understand how it works, people deposit their money and they get to bet on their website and they get to destroy it whenever they want. So it's possible that like a, he has like a shit ton of money deposited and like, like he has like a shit ton of money like in his possession, but he doesn't actually own a good chunk of that money. I don't know, I, I just don't think it's like completely far-fetched that he has a very high amount of money Dude, like that. Dude, 70 bill. I don't think you can fathom how much that shit is. He's had a lot of money in RS3 as well. Was it fake too? No. It was like, how much? 250 bill in RS3? He had 400 bill in RS3 and he oh, like sold. Oh. He sold most of it too. He sold like a lot before he got banned. Even with the current transfer rate, like one in eight or something, that would be fifty below seven. But money was worth a lot less back then. I. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know this though. I just don't think it's so far-fetched that people are making it seem like that. It's definitely fake. I think there's like a possibility. Well, far as Matt K said it was know, but fake, but... But how would he know? I don't know. I, I mean, they can read players' banks and stuff like that. Like, I remember back when Etsk was farming and he had a whole bunch of torsos, uh, Jonathan said something about, like, how many torsos he had in the bank. And, like, they're able to look at shit like that, so I'm sure they're able to see, like, what accounts have the most GP on them as well. Because remember back yeah, when they... I'm sure he sold his they gold before that video account. was made. What? Like, if so he they had... can use it on Test World. If he had, like, a substantial amount of wealth, I'm pretty sure he probably sold that money before he made that video. Uh, no, I... I don't know why I do it. I mean, it. I think from a, like a businessman perspective, like th does he own this um, website that he advertised or what? He's like, it's like um, co-owned with like eight big other old like ex-dicing names, ex-flowering names. I think on his part, it was a very, it was it was genius from a, a like a salesman point of view, just kind of. The way that he, I, I think he went way too over the top with 70 bill. If he would have done like 20, 25, that'd have been a lot more believable. But I mean, saying like, "Hey, tell everyone about this shit. I've got 70 bill. Tell everyone about the website. I'll give away three bill." I mean, is really smart marketing. 
I'm just wondering, how did they do it? Did they go through the effort of editing things in the client to make it appear like that? Or I don't know. Is it just he really, really made a point of I'll saying, oh, look, it, I'm right clicking it and examining it. You can see that this is not fake. I think he said or did stuff like that at least like three times to just kind of try to stress that it was not a hack client or stuff like that. Oh, well, the hack client would make it look like that. Yeah. Um, like you can make um, instead of loading this one like texture and stuff for this one item, you can load something else instead. Mm -hmm. So you could make your I don't know bronze sword look like a third age long sword or something. Yeah. But on his it's part, though, really good, him. really good uh, marketing. All right, this was uh, someone sent in a question for me. Um, how many um, visages, if any, did I get while killing wyverns? Now, I killed somewhere between like 38 and 42,000 wyverns, and I only got one visage. I got it at 4.20 a.m. I don't remember the date. I just remember it was 4.20 a.m. But <laughs> only got one, unfortunately. Should have been... A lot more than that. How much do you make from them? Probably about 700 mil. Nice. In the area of that. Haven't killed them for a couple months though. Fuck them. Um, moving on. What do you think are the most respectable skills right now? And what skills do you think have changed the least since the start of old school um well obviously I think most people think the most respectable would be ring crafting just because of how slow it is um yeah I don't really know what to say about the others but like which skill has changed the least? Ah, uh, that's such a hard topic because everything has changed. With the GE, everything has changed. Like the training method might not have changed. You still do farm runs kind of the same way, but everything got so much easier to obtain. Herbal is so much easier to do. The thing of obviously it's so much easier now. Uh, yeah, every skill every skill has changed. I think there's nothing which hasn't changed. Kind of insane to think about. I'll say I think the only skill that I can think of that hasn't really changed much at all has been fire making. Like all of the updates that have made fire making mm -hmm. easier have just been like indirect updates, like GE for being able to do GE fire making and like using noted items on a banker that weren't really intended for fire making. It was just a it indirectly helped it out. Otherwise, fire making has not had one yet, but obviously we got the uh, ads coming in. And the same with wood cutting. Mm -hmm, other I than rune crafting, um, what, like other than the rune crafting uh, GE prices, what's like nothing has changed for rune crafting, has it? Oh no, there has been a shitload of shit days. that has changed for rune crafting. Uh, talk for a second while I pull up this um, document that I made. I was uh, about a month ago. I was, uh, me, Matto, and a couple others started to piece together a whole bunch of changes that have happened to certain skills, and 
I still might make it a video, um, just kind of like explaining what has happened in runecrafting. Now, <clears throat> there have been a lot of shit that has happened to runecrafting since it came out, like stuff that you wouldn't even think about that has made it easier to do. It's, I mean, you can post the link here. You can all see that document. There is a lot of shit on here. Runecraft, wow. runecrafting might be the second most updated skill in the game next to Slayer. But I would say that, I don't know, I think that mining is maybe more respectable than runecrafting. Um, for, Motherhood mining? No, like quarry mining. I think that uh, quarry mining is a lot more difficult and mentally challenging than uh, like doing gnats or maybe even lava. I'll say lavas too. I've done enough to where I think that quarry mining is probably the most mentally challenging. So I'd say that mining so has the most respect in my eyes, ignoring like XP rates and stuff like that. I wouldn't say okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna say runecrafting isn't respectable, but it's not respectable as something like quarry mining and thretic fishing. Just because from runecrafting you get something out of it, you're making like 1.5 mil GP an hour, which I guess makes it less mentally um, challenging. And for something like thretic fishing, other than XP, you're not getting anything out of it. You're just constantly clicking on the fish, on your knife, and on the fishing spot. So I would say 3D fishing is the most respectable. Oh, you're looking at the skill as a whole and not just like skilling methods. Oh, like, I guess you could look just... at it in whichever way you wanted to. Yeah. Well, then I guess you couldn't say mining because there is Mudlow Mine. Yeah. Well, fuck. So. Moving on. I like how Randy like says mining even though he's like done motherload mine for most <laughs> of it. I did quarry for like two mil XP. The shit is bad. That's why I have fucking respect for those who have done as much as they have at the, the quarry. The shit's rough. Fuck it, dude. I they got all my respect. I think that just further um helps my point in that I think this I think it's very respectable. It's not something I enjoyed doing. Yeah, I can't say I enjoyed it all the time. I did a fair bit of mother load. Alright, um, for those of us who do not stream ourselves um, playing regularly, why don't we? Uh, to answer that, I just... Kind of like how Trance was saying before, and he, he uh, finders keepers. I guess that would kind of maybe deviate over to like streaming. If I, I don't know, I don't want people doing the same method that I'm doing to make the method that I'm doing more costly, I guess. Like if I was showing myself doing herb lore and people will start doing that potion because it's good and I don't want more people doing like metal staves or 
just stuff really that I'm doing to make it more costly I guess is really why I don't think I do anything that's fun to watch I wouldn't watch myself and yeah I think that's kind of a few reasons why if I had I something worth I might consider it I stream maybe like once every few weeks, and I don't really enjoy it at all. I, I don't know, I just don't like playing the game when other people are watching me like that. I used to be like really into streaming, like back in 2013 I used to stream like every day. Because I was doing stuff like slaying foos, like things that people would be actually interested in watching. Now I'm just doing like skilling, like the same thing over and over, so not, not as people want to watch that and yeah I prefer just play the game um, yep. as it is uh, I used to stream quite a bit before I maxed but like back then you know I do a skill it takes like a week I get 99 in it and then I can move on to a different one now it's like I do a skill for a month or two and I you know, I wouldn't really think people would want to watch me do that. I think if I do it that long myself as well, I could get bored. Um, like, I like talking to people on my team speak. Uh, like, uh, some days I really liked streaming. It was a lot of fun. And then other days I really hate it. Like, what bothers me when I stream is, like, questions about real life. I really don't like answering them a hundred times over and over and over and... Well, some days it's good, and then other days are like those. I tried streaming, but like, I don't know, it's just, it seems like a bit boring to me, probably because like... I like uh, watching I you stream. get your ass kicked by Zolra day one. That was day one, dude, like, I had no idea what I was doing, I had like a staff that dead with me, I was at Blood Barrage runes, uh, I, I was going in there blind. <laughs> anyway, um, like... The main reason I don't like stream often is because half the time I'm not doing anything like entertaining. Like I'm either just doing the same pause over and over again. I don't know. I guess it's, I find it kind of boring. And second thing is like it's kind of like this. I guess probably it would be different if there were like more people watching. But like it, I feel like I'm just like talking to myself or something. And I'd rather just like be on Skype with friends and just play the game while talking to friends instead. I'm always surprised when I stream and I get like 100 viewers. I don't even know why. Trans music ranks You're a Reddit 16 meme. overall. You're a Reddit <laughs> meme, that's why. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, I don't know. I don't really know why I like don't like streaming. It makes you like kind of nervous. you like a bit self-conscious. I don't know. I just don't really enjoy it that much. You're efficient, though. Know, there's like a lot of people watching can't mess up <laughs> I also like watching movies and stuff a lot and you you could be like for me at least I could be on Skype or TeamSpeak with other people but if there's a question in the chat and I answer it then it's kind of awkward for the other people with me in that uh, channel so yeah, I, I don't think I would really enjoy streaming because I would just 
I mean, I'm I'm no cap king. I can't just talk and talk my head off at the way that he's able to without anyone trying to interact. He's still able to tell you stories and other fun ass shit like that. I just you can run an essay on his fucking pizzas, dude. Dude, gotta get the Red Baron pizza. That is his shit. But I I would just like sit there quiet listening to rap music until someone had something to say and then I would kind of like talk to them about whatever they had to say I wouldn't really be interactive I would just have to wait I guess I would be more of a responsive streamer than an interactive if that's if that sounds okay Alright, moving on. Do you think J-Mods are awful on adapting and creating stuff because they none of them play the game, so they can't really experience what's going on in the game and what the feel for the game is like? Um, I'm trying to think of an example. I mean, obviously, they're because of Reddit and because of Twitter they know what's happening because people will complain but when they're putting out an update lots of times <laughs> I'm thinking of an example um, come back to me I'll think of something that uh, <laughs> uh, I really 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 dislike that no one on the team fucking plays I think that if they played shit even 5 to 10 hours a week I think it would greatly enhance their ability to just kind of come up with concepts for shit to come into the game and other things like that. Yeah, I think that them not playing is kind of bad. I mean, when you don't play the game, you come up with like, the stupidest ideas, like a G agility course or some shit. Put it on the fucking yeah, GE, it's example. a brilliant idea. They don't play the game. They don't, they don't understand that people would not want a rooftop agility course on the GE. Like that. Yeah, I don't know. I do think most of the updates have been good, though. Like, uh, what they've produced so far has been really good, in my opinion. Like, Zora is a well, fun boss. I guess if you get good at it, it kind of gets boring, but it's the same with every boss like that. Um, yeah, Motherload Mine was nicely balanced in my I believe it was yeah. as well, yeah. One thing I want to add is, like, they need to have, like, somebody on their team. Well, they don't have to, like, add somebody on their team, but I think somebody on their team should be, like, get familiar with how to be, like, actually, like, good at the game. So for when they, like, release new content, they know how to balance it. Like, for Zora, for example, they said it would be, like, 1. fucking 5, 8 mile an hour at the start. Yeah. Like, yeah. At, at, okay, at the time of the release, it was around 5 mil an hour. So, uh... Oh. I remember making a spreadsheet on it, I was like, if these are the hypothetical drop rates, this is the uh, money per hour, and it turns out my hypothetical drop rates were right. So, yeah. Like, if they had some, like, I assume they went off, like, fucking, like, 10 kills an hour or some shit. And I think what if they had, like, somebody on their team that was actually, like, fucking... For, when it comes during to, like, that whole Zora development process, um, they had, like, other people in the office, like, part of the RS3 team and shit, like, testing it out, killing it, and... Really struggling. Yeah, they're like, oh, I can't kill it. This stuff's too hard. Oh no. Yeah. Fuck off. 
I know some of the RS3 people that do that. Some of them are really good PVMers, though. Like, at least as far as I know, who used to do Next and all that back in the days. But, so RS3 um, has good bosses? It, the number they were thinking of, the 1.8 mil per hour, is that like already taking into account the price drops that items would have had? Or... They said at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, then that is quite bad if it's really 5 mil then. And they nerfed it and they said it would be 1.2 mil an hour. <laughs> but they nerfed it and you started to kill it faster than what you were able to before. Yep. Like, let's make it more skilled and more skill required so you have to use two styles except now the one style you use is for like 66% of it does like double the damage. Um, I feel like um, it should be part of like the Jmod's job to like like, if, if they're not gonna play the game, they can at least, like, watch, like, some videos or streams, you know, like... I don't think streams would be the right place to go to. Mm, Mr. Memo has some really intense, like, fucking methodologies for PVMing, dude. He has some really sick guides. Get, you should check him out. But just so they get, like, a feeling of, I guess, how the community is and, like, what would be... A, Good update. I guess, okay, streams wouldn't be a good way, I guess. Um, playing the game would be the best. I don't know if you should say it should be part of their job to play it, because then, I mean, are they going to sit at the office and play for, like, five hours a week or so, or are they oh, being required to play for, like, five hours at home? I don't know, it was just a thought that I had to make, like, the updates and the ideas that they have more, um, I guess. I think it would help them overall to be, I, I think if all the J-Mods played, they would be able to become better, more well-rounded J-Mods in every aspect of what they do. Going. I just came up with this, um... What if they would make the game a game that they want to play themselves? Because then they'll obviously play it more often, and they'll get more familiar with it, and then, you know, know what's going on and be able to produce even better content, maybe? Well, listening to the dog <sighs> shit that comes out of Archie's mouth, yeah. I would really hate it if they tailored the game <laughs> to the way that he would Once enjoy it being played. Once we're in Spain. Oh. Yeah, scratch that. I don't, aside from Jonathan, I don't really think any of them are smart enough to, or have ever really played it enough to where, pew, pew, pew. I don't, I don't know, it's, I, I wish they all did play more, or at all. Trance, you said you had something before, but to come back to you? I, I, I didn't get anything. <clears throat> uh, sorry to hear that. What do you guys think about the old school team communicating through third party sites like Twitter and Reddit rather than, um, well, they say rather than the homepage, but they do communicate through that. But like one on one interaction, I don't know. I don't really know how to take this question. Go ahead, Mass. Wait, what? Um, okay, uh, skip me for a sec. Okay, um, 
this is I was thinking about this the other day and because some phishing account followed me it was like mod my case phishing account and uh like the only reason people fall for this shit is because Jagex does so much of their communication through Twitter like if they didn't do that then there'd be no phishing accounts or at least no effective phishing accounts like they actually had they think of like Reddit like if 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 they had if the only reason people use Reddit is because it's so much nicer than the RuneScape forums. Like, at the same time, you can also post pictures and and uh, like curse and shit. So I guess that's also part of it. But still, like, if the RuneScape forums were just updated, or if they had a better way of communicating with JMods, the forums or on the pa homepage, like, it'd be so much nicer. But since we have Twitter and we have Reddit, there's no reason for them to do that. Kind of same thing with like, like, oh, what's buddy has XP drops. So what's the point of them doing XP drops? And that's probably a bad example, but um, I feel like if like the JMOS commu communicates through Twitter, like instead of the forums or like the homepage and stuff, it's more like direct to um the community community, like when they can reply to what they're saying and stuff, so they can get directly like that. I feel like um. But I guess oh, it's sorry. more of like a social way of uh, interacting with the community through Twitter. But yeah. Yeah. Um. Twitter's is just like more casual and informal, so they can just, you know, they don't really have to think very properly about what they're gonna say. They can just kind of say it, and then whenever you see something by a JMod, like on the homepage or a forum thread, it's like. As if they like really prepared for it, like writing an essay and stuff. And well, at least I don't like writing essays, so I'd rather use Twitter. I think they'd kind of be the same, I guess. I'm glad that they communicate other than the like actual like RuneScape forums, because fuck those RuneScape forums are like really badly designed. I hate them, and I actually like Reddit. But um, I'm not actually a big fan of Twitter. I I I feel like the character limit's so fucking AIDS. Yeah, I think the RuneScape forums are really shitty. I like that they use Twitter, but I wish that they had other means of communicating one-on-one -on -one through players. I mean, I I love Twitter, and. I think on my personal account, I'm approaching like 25k tweets. Love that shit, but wow, yeah, I'm on it a lot. But it's uh, they they don't really have many other options on communicating with other players. The forum they could set up a real way of communicating with them through the for forums or the page. I mean, weren't you trying to contact Jag support for something you were trying to do email and you, they just would not they just kept giving you this generic reply oh yeah 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 alright though moving on they uh, recently came out with this world switcher and what do, what do you guys think about the world switcher I mean for those who use OS buddy it really doesn't help at all but what are your overall thoughts on it? Mm, yeah, well, obviously if it would be faster than OS Buddy, you'd use it. If not, then no. 
Um, you still have the problem if you hop rolls too much, don't you? Yeah, there's, uh... Yeah, even more so. You can hop only, like, three <laughs> times before it has, like, a cooldown period, I guess. Yeah, in RS3, even if you use the in-game rolled hopper thing, you also have the same problem, so I guess it wouldn't fix it in L7 if you use the in-game world switcher. Well, not really any, yeah. wouldn't really use it. There is one situation where I would use it over the OS Buddy one, and that's when, same in a situation, like, same, like for whatever reason, I'm hopping in the wilderness, and there's a chance, like, if I use the OS Buddy hopper, somebody can, like, attack me in the two seconds, and I won't be able to log out. Or maybe I'm, like, by an aggressive monster or something, and I try to hop worlds, and it hits me while I'm hopping worlds on OS Buddy, and I just, like, get fucked, and I have to, like, X, it, like, X logs me in something. With the uh, in-game thing, it will just tell me I can't do it. So it's kind of like a safety net. Um, I still use OS Buddies. I think the interface is kind of clunky. You click on it, it stops you. It stops what you're doing. Click on the World Switcher icon, and there's like a confirmation screen and stuff like that. And you can't even hop to the same world. Lots of times, the only reason I use quick hop is I can hop to the same world to avoid a six-hour log. I do like that. I don't think it was really necessary to add the world switcher since... I mean, if you were really desperate for a world switcher, if you were going to do something that required it, you probably would use OS Buddies ones. So I thought of an example where you would actually like use it. Let's say we're doing like Calphite Queen for the Calphite Queen head, and you have to hop between every world with the OS buddy, you might get hit by Calphite and then they'll just fuck you up with the world switcher. You'll like either um like get yeah, into maybe. combat, kill it, and then be able to hop or just put on you. It is a very necessary update though. You don't well because like everyone's complaining about how overpowered OS buddy is and all that. You, and it, it is really overpowered, so you gotta kind of equal the playing field, I guess. What I think is kind of strange I've... is one of the arguments that they have for not producing XP drops to this point is that OS Buddy does them, but then that kind of like contradicts itself with coming out with this world switcher. I think they said um, they don't want to do it until resizable, but they're willing to do it after. Uh. All right, this was a pretty interesting question. I thought, um, would you guys cons would you guys consider maxing an achievement when it takes a person so long as this point of twenty set? Like, all right, let's say they actively play like every day for what is now twenty seven months and finally like maxed out would you consider it an achievement or not um well achievements are subjective and if you get an achievement then it is um i guess even if you have done it over a period of like 2 years or for the period of like five months, it doesn't matter, it's still like the same amount of hours put in. 
So I get for me it doesn't really make a difference. Um, well, it might be the same amount of hours put in. Actually, probably put in more hours because he played in the beginning when everything was slower and compared to someone who maybe only maxed in like the last five months. Um, but still, I'd, I'd consider what the guy did in five months more impressive than that other person in uh, 27 months. Even though the guy who did it in five months played like less for it. Well, overall, he played a lot more, of course, in a short period of time, which is what uh, I think kind of the achievement is. I don't know, it's just... Yeah, well, of course, you know, it's still maxing, it's still a good achievement. It's probably less impressive, but I still think it's somewhat of an achievement. I still think it's an achievement, but maybe, like, it'll get devalued as time goes on, like, maxing in general, but it's still a pretty big achievement, IMO. Gotta agree with Trance on it. It's kind of subjective. I think that I'm. Everyone's got their own shit going on. S some people have the ability to, where they're able to play enough to max in five months. Some people don't, and that it takes them 27 months. I don't think. Mm -hmm. Then a little bit of it is kind of more impressive to where if someone doesn't like Link Titan S compared to anyone who maxed yesterday. Obviously, someone who does it a lot quicker is more impressive but I think everyone has their own shit going on you can't really discount someone's achievement because it takes them longer to achieve it um but let's how much EHP well how much actual playtime would he have done like 2.2 EHP per day but maybe played 5 hours a day that changes a lot to me at least. If he actually managed to do it in all in 2.2 HP per day, that that's really impressive. Like yeah. if it's five hours a day, then uh, you know it's kind of mad. I think it's a big difference if you max in like two years. It's very inefficient, but you could have done it in like a year. I mean, then it's a huge difference. I don't know, I think everyone is different, so their achievements can only be based on who they are. Yeah, this, well, this question is basically, I think, just what do you kind of value? Like, I value efficiency and how much you're able to play. Yeah. Anyone have, uh, anything? Other topics or anything that they uh, have in mind or want to talk about? Uh, nope. No one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All right. Oh, Dreary. Um, wanted you to kind of talk about the differences between Iron Man on RS3 and old school. Maybe a little... Like the Iron Man part, or also comparing um, RS3 Iron Man to normal 07? How, however you want to take it. <laughs> you, got the, you got the floor for a couple minutes. Uh, okay, so... Well, I have, obviously I had the choice between going RS3 Iron Man or 07 Iron Man. And I think the reason I chose RS3 is... Obviously it's shorter, which in my opinion makes it more fun. I didn't enjoy that 
normal 07 would take like six years at best to complete. Um, yeah, and skills like herb lore are way more viable. I know that a lot of things drop a lot of herbs. Um, in 07, I just remember that it didn't pick up any herbs, so I don't really didn't really know it. I didn't know that you could actually get like 90 herb lore like Lelador has right now, just from Slayer and Wyverns and all that. Um, then again, um, compared to normal 07, like maxing R3 Iron Man is actually a lot faster than normal 07. Like I had 99 days played when I maxed, and I had around 30. Well, I have let's say um, eight days of playtime, definitely like from post 99 things and like agility and Slayer. Just interesting how much the game has changed, how much, you know, much I value time even. Any monster I kill, while I'll, and the monsters I camp are like 2 mil in like purely alkables per hour, and then like another 2 mil per hour in seeds. It's just a really, really big difference. And I think, um, well, 07 has kind of been changing into the same way, where it's more... Um, EVM based instead of skill based, like you don't cut magics anymore, you kill Zora for magics and just uh you know, may, might be worrying how the game would change, like how seven would change. I don't know what you guys think about that whole moving from skilling to um just killing things. It ruins the old school feel. <laughs> <laughs> I I think the way and that the game has just like from the start I think it was something that was inevitable to happen just based on the attitude and just the preferred playstyle that many people have that it w was going to become something like that Zora is like an Iron Man stream one old school yeah I've noticed your construction farming uh, prayer fire making what else? Farming? Yeah, I know it does all, all of farming, basically. How much does, if you do all of farming, how, does anyone know how much it gives in the other skills? How much? Like, how much mahogany planks would, however much Lelador has done, give you? I'm not sure you'd have to ask him. Yeah. But I imagine it would take care of at least like one or two mil in those random skills. Alright, though, though, unless anyone has anything else they want to say that um, should wrap it up for this podcast, uh, in the description, anyone got anything? Nope. Alright, so in the description, check in there, there's going to be a form, and you can fill that out, any uh, topic suggestions, any shit like that, and we'll talk about the ones that we think are pretty good. Um for those who watch this whole thing, sorry that this shit came out a week late. I moved back from college last weekend, and it was I was busy all of Saturday and Sunday, and we tried to kind of get a makeshift kind of thing going in on a Monday or Tuesday, and that just did not end up panning out. So sorry for that delay. And the next one will be coming out in about two weeks, um, like June sixth or seventh. Is when that should be coming out. 
it should be streamed as well I just didn't trust my internet right now to move forward and doing that I'll probably dick around and do one stream over the next like two weeks of myself like smithing or something like that do that for an hour or so just to make sure that this new internet at home is able to stream but uh, we should be streaming it I'll make an announcement video about that probably like on the Wednesday or Thursday before that shit comes out but I think I pretty much wrapped it all up there and thanks for watching